1: Welcome to the Glory of the Mass, a weekly program devoted to beautiful sacred music performed as part of the Catholic liturgy. I'm Terry Ross, and today is the fourth Sunday of Advent, which means that within days, it will be Christmas. So I prepared a jolly program of motets and carols to welcome the season. The carols and motets will celebrate the Christmas season, which officially ends on Christmas Eve, as well as Christmas Tide itself which begins with Vespers on the 24th and continues until the Baptism of Christ on January 7th. During the first two centuries of Christianity, there was very strong opposition to recognizing the birthday of Jesus, just as there had been opposition to celebrating the birth of Christian martyrs. Various church fathers abhorred what they thought of as the pagan custom of celebrating birthdays. They felt that saints and martyrs should be remembered on their death days, the days they entered into the kingdom of heaven. As for why we celebrate Christmas on December 25th, the reasons are a bit murky. We do know that this day was first identified as the day of Jesus' birth in A.D. 221. One theory holds that December 25th was a Christianizing of the Dies Solis Invicti Nati, Day of the Birth of the Unconquered Sun. This was a popular holiday in the pagan Roman Empire that celebrated the winter solstice. After December 25th had become established as Christ's birthday, many writers made the connection between the birth of the sun, S-U-N, and the birth of God's son, S-O-N. Another theory connects the spring equinox, March 22nd, which was viewed as the date of the creation of the world. The fourth day of creation, the creation of light, became the date of Jesus' conception, March 25th. Nine months later, therefore, became the birthday. Both of these theories, however, conflict with the early church leaders' unwillingness to appropriate pagan festivals like solstices and equinoxes for Christian celebrations. In any case, Christmas didn't get its own specific liturgy until as late as the ninth century. As always in these programs, we focus on the parts of the Mass that are traditionally sung by a cantor or choir. Of these, there are ten. Five of them are particular to the Day of the Church calendar, and five others, called the Ordinary, are used without regard to the Day of the Church year. These ten alternate with one another throughout the Mass until the final distribution of the Eucharist at Communion. Today we'll forego the entire proper, the introit, gradual, alleluia, offertory, and communion, in favor of four carols and two motets. We will, however, hear all of the Mass ordinary, the Kyrie, Gloria, Credo, Sanctus, and Agnus Dei, in the form of the Misa de Sancto Antonio by Pierre de la Rue, the Renaissance Frenchman whose Masses we've been hearing throughout this month of December. We'll start, however, with a lovely carol, Lulé, My Liking, sung by the soprano Eileen Farrell. This song dates from the 15th century and is sung by Mary to her infant Jesus. That was our first carol for Christmas, which of course will occur on Monday the 25th. First up in the Mass Ordinary is the Kyrie, The Lord Have Mercy. Here is Pierre de la Rue's setting from his Misa Sancto Antonio. This saint, known as Antonio of Padua, was a contemporary and friend of St. Francis Assisi. His elevation to sainthood after his death at age 35 in A.D. 1231 was the quickest in church history and he is celebrated as a patron saint in many countries to this day. Here's De La Rue's curie sung by the Austrian ensemble Beauty Farm. was the Kyrie of Pierre de la Rue's Misa de Sancto Antonio. Directly after the Kyrie, without interruption, comes the Gloria, or Greater Doxology. Here are the members of Beauty Farm with this movement from de la Rue's Mass. That was today's Gloria from a Mass by Pierre de la Rue. Here now is a second carol, The Little Drummer Boy, written by the American composer Catherine Kennicott Davis in 1941. We'll hear a rendition of this song by one of the 20th century's most beloved singers, Bing Crosby.
2: See parum pum pum
3: pum
2: Our finest gifts we bring parum pum 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 To lay before the king Spit to give a king Pa, rum pum pum
1: We've heard the Christmas carol, The Little Drummer Boy, sung by Bing Crosby. And now a motet from our composer of the month, Pierre de La Rue, called Two Noble Coeurs, All Noble Hearts. It's brought to us by a group of Dutch singers. the motet All Noble Hearts by Pierre de la Rue. Now we'll return to our Mass Ordinary with the Nicene Creed or Credo. The singers, again, are the Austrian group Beauty Farm. we heard the credo from Pierre de la Rue's Misa de Sancto Antonio. Now, another motet, this one called Tua es Potencia, Thine is the Power, and written by the 17th-century composer Manuel Cardoso, like Saint Anthony, a resident of Portugal. This comes to us from the same group of Dutch singers we heard earlier in a motet by de la Rue. was a motet by Manuel Cardoso, Tua Est Potencia, Vine is the Power. And now, back to our mass ordinary for the Sanctus. Again, Beauty Farm and the music of Pierre de la Rue. That was a Sanctus from the Misa de Santo Antonio by Pierre de la Rue. We go on now to the final section of the Mass Ordinary, the Agnus Dei, or Lamb of God. was the final section of today's Mass Ordinary by Pierre de la Rue, the Misa de Santo Antonio. Which leaves us just enough time in this Christmas program for another tune, the Sussex Carol. This comparatively modern song dates from the beginning of the 20th century. The tune by Rafe von Williams uses a text from 1684. On Christmas night, all Christians sing To hear the news the angels bring, news of great joy, news of great mirth, news of our merciful King's birth. The performers are the City of London Sinfonia. We've heard the Sussex Carol. And there's just enough time for another carol, one of my favorites, written by the eccentric English composer Peter Warlock, who composed it with a friend to win a journalism prize so they could have a good Christmas drinking session. It's called Bethlehem Down, and it's sung for us here by the excellent British group Voices 8. Well. That was the carol Bethlehem Down, which brings us to the end of today's program for the Solemnity of Christmas. I hope you've enjoyed this program of Sacred Polyphony, Motets, carols, and Pierre de la Rue's Misa de Sancto Antonio. And I hope you'll tune in next week for our show celebrating the Octave of Christmas and the Feast of the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. The Glory of the Mass is produced by Patrick Ryan for Mater Day Radio in Portland, Oregon. I'm your host Terry Ross, wishing you a wonderful holiday week and reminding you not to take down that tree or lights yet, because Christmas continues right up to the Feast of the Baptism of the Lord on January 7th.
0: This has been the Glory of the Mass with Terry Ross, a weekly examination of the beautiful music of the Sacred Liturgy of the Catholic Church. For more information about this program, including a playlist from today's show, visit The Glory of the Mass online at materdayradio.com. The Glory of the Mass is produced at the studios of Mater Radio in Portland, Oregon.